Hey, are you in a mastermind yet? Have you thought of joining one? I didn't think I needed one until I did. I mean, I didn't need any more training. I really had no time to do yet another thing. And I was already pretty, well, pretty organised, pretty productive at what I did. But when I joined one, it enabled me to take my income from side to a full time, from 25000 in one by one December to 123000 by the following December. Oh my gosh, just through joining a mastermind. Of course I knew how to run a business, but I didn't realise how much I lacked support, peer support, peer, he- peer help, and just someone to cheer me on and believe in what I did. Because Look, running our own businesses can be a little bit lonely, no matter how many friends or loving family we've got around with us. No one understands running a business like another business person. But you need a good mastermind. You need one that's facilitated. I've got a new mastermind starting really soon. If you would like to apply, there are a few spots left. So down below in the links, in the show notes, there's a button, click on it, apply now, or just have a chat as to whether it's right for you right now. You just never know. It might be the breakthrough you need and I'd love to have you. See you soon. Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day podcast. Awards and all chat for entrepreneurial women. It's very real, it's raw and it's going to challenge us all to look at our lives and our businesses in a different way than we've probably all been taught. My goal is that it encourages us all to not just lead our day, but our whole worlds. Today I'm talking about that money mindset that feels icky when selling. And it's a problem that those of you who are starting out in business often feel. It's one of those questions that I get asked a lot. How do you sell without feeling icky? Now, let me say at the outset, making money will change your world. You're in business to make money. Yes, you've got a vision. Yes, you've got a passion. Yes, you've got a a cause. But making money will change it all, will change everything. It will build confidence. It will build a platform. It will build accolades. It will open doors. There is nothing wrong with making money. So learning to sell without feeling icky is something you need to do. And those who have not yet made a good income, who you've not, if not jumped, made that leap or jumped from a side thing to a full-time income with ease, you'll struggle with marketing and selling the most. And you'll also fumble around with problems like, oh, I don't have clarity or I don't have the right idea. If I scratch deep enough or dig deep enough, it's usually often a confidence problem related to selling. So I'm devoting this podcast to helping those of you who are finding selling a little bit tricky. Sometimes it's also a personality base. So let's put that to rest and get you going and confident and taking that next step to to selling with ease. Now, there's always a risk in running your own business. It can be scary, and that's the thrill of it. When you sell, you have a chance to be rejected. 
you when you start you hate unsubscribes from your email list you struggle with criticism you will hear 20 uh, you know compliments and good points but you'll remember that one tiny little criticism and it'll play on you and it's Recognise that it's your primitive brain, the limbic brain system, trying to keep you safe because it does not want you rejected because it, it, it understands rejection to poverty and to being left alone and being ill and being lonely. Or you might react to a negative story or an inherited story that someone's handed down to you. There is a risk and that is part of being a business owner. Now, I found marketing fairly easy all my life. The businesses I worked for and even the consulting practices that I ran, customers came to me easy. It was all mainly referrals and word of mouth. Same with jobs. I really didn't, never had to go out and look for a job. They tend to, come, to just come to me. And so when I started my own business, oh my gosh, it was a shock. I had to sell. So when it came to my own business, it was a different story. I had to learn how to market. Actually, scrap that. I had to put marketing in place myself or a different aspect of marketing. And I used to get more comfortable with selling. Now, luckily, when I started online, I joined a particular coaching program that taught me how to build a list first, an email list, an audience. And so... My first go at building an online presence was to build an audience before I even had a product or a service to sell them. And I remember being encouraged to put an offer to that audience and I sold something before I'd even created it. Wow, what a good start. But you know what? After I'd launched that thing, I crashed and burned when I stopped list building. Let's not use that word. I stopped building an audience or I stopped relating to people and letting people know that I existed. It just seemed to be not being able to do two things at once. I want you to think, so if I ask you, how are you going at marketing? How are you going at building an, an email list or building an audience? So if I ask you, how are you going with your marketing? What's your answer? How are you going with building an audience, with letting people know that you exist and getting out there and meeting new people? Are you doing it? Or is it something that you, well, I'll do that once I've finished creating a product or a service. So what do we do? How do we make sure that we have a great uh, thinking and practice about marketing? We're not uncomfortable with it and we feel great and not icky when selling. So before we dive into some tangible answers, I want to ask you a question. When did you last buy something? Was it five minutes ago? Was it this morning? Was it this afternoon? Was it yesterday? When you bought that thing, did you think about the person selling it? Did you think, oh, yuck, look at them selling? <laughs> I bet you didn't. You just looked for what you wanted, you bought it, you thanked the person, you might have had some conversation with them, but you didn't make that judgment call that we make to ourselves. We probably didn't even know if they felt icky or not selling that product to us. And I, I bet they probably didn't. So why are we thinking that way about us selling? Now, I know where you're coming from because a lot, well, there's a lot of ickiness out there, isn't there? 
we know the types, we know the businesses and an online presence, social media does tend to amplify it and often it's in front of our eyes without we knowing it. But you know what? You just avoid those. And if you are asking that question and if you are disliking that, I can guarantee you're probably not like that yourself. So let's go further. Here are some brutal facts about selling. And this is also probably one of the reasons why you might feel a little bit icky. We think just because we've got a social media presence that we're going to sell on it. And yes, you will get sold a dozen courses that will teach you how to sell on Instagram or sell on Facebook. And there's a big influencer movement. And boy, do I have my own opinion about that word and using it in that context. But unless you have a huge following on social media, you're not likely to sell things directly off social media. There's always exceptions and there's always different niches and different products. But don't think that marketing equals social media. Social media is awareness. And also marketing is not something you do after you've made your product or your service. You have to live and breathe marketing all the time. Marketing, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know I talk about marketing as relationship. Marketing is building relationships with your clients, your potential clients with your audience. I don't mean inviting them to a party or if that suits your model, go ahead. It's not being best friends, but it, it's, it's like forming a relationship with them. Otherwise, you're just standing on a street corner screaming. And that's what social media really is, just standing, speaking out into the air. And we all know we tend to take a wide berth from people doing that physically in the street. But unless you put out offers and actually sell, you are only a hobby. And some of you are letting those fears lead your world instead of you leading the fears. It's not the fear that you need to get rid of. It's your response to that fear that you can change. So put out offers and sell. Otherwise, you are just a hobby, not a business. Okay? Are you hearing this, beginner? Are you hearing some of you have been in the hobby business for too long? And I, I meet you all the time. You've been trying to grow a business for two or three years and you're barely making enough to cover expenses. That is called a hobby. It is time for you to step across that line and be a serious business owner or give up. Now, whilst you think your ickiness is noble, well, after all, you don't want to be one of those type of salespeople who make other people feel uncomfortable or pressure by. But you know what? It's actually causing people to think the worst of you. When someone isn't confident, we don't want to buy from them. If they're confident, we will. I've got a friend who sells courses on how to do Facebook advertising. And he'll put out emails. He'll put out lots of emails, actually. And I think, good on you. Good on you. And I like that boldness. And I like that confidence. Whereas other of us will go, oh, I, won't, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to bother people. I would prefer to buy off someone who's confident about their product than someone who doesn't want to bother me. So let's look at three tips or three tactics that are going to help you sell, help you feel more confident in selling. The first one relates to episode 20, which uh, was a few weeks ago. If you want to listen to that after this, uh, after this episode, you'll find that particularly helpful. It's based on that uh, philosophy or practice of know, like, and trust in marketing. And I call it the, my three W, wave, woo, and wed. 
You see, that's like a relationship. At first, we might wave and smile at someone. We're just getting to know them. Wooing is when we're building or befriending and getting to trust that person and they're getting to trust you, getting to know them. And where is when you step over that line and someone becomes family? It's the transaction stage of that, uh, that, that relationship or that marketing relationship when someone exchanges money for you. And the ickiness comes when we jump a stage too soon. For example, you say hello to someone and then immediately you ask them to marry you. Eek, it just feels awful. Same with marketing. If we've just met someone and we're immediately selling to them, it can be rather icky. However, it is a grey area because that person may already have gotten to know you elsewhere from afar. And they often say that, and I hear that all the time. I find that people who meet me online may not become my customers for six months, sometimes up to two years after meeting me. And it takes a little time to woo them to get to know me and for me to get to know them. So when you jump from a wave from just knowing someone to immediately doing that sales, that's when it can be very icky. Now, it doesn't mean to say that that middle phase, that woo phase, that getting to know you phase has to be a certain period. Sometimes it can happen in instant. For example, we've all, you know, scrolling online or a new ad comes up on television or a new show comes on television and we don't know anything about it. We're introduced to it. Suddenly a few minutes in, a few seconds in, we're like, oh, you know, it might be that you might use comedy. They might use things to know that person very quickly and like them very quickly. And so at the end, wow, I want to know more about that. I want to buy from them. So know about those three phases and and plan things that you do in your business that involve waving, that involve wooing and wed. And a lot of a lot of business owners, especially you creatives, you struggle with asking people to buy from you, but you're giving them a disservice. If they like what you're doing and you don't offer to them, it just becomes a gallery rather than something that they can own. All right, the second area is you can't get if you don't ask. You have to put offers out. Ask, invite people to buy, help them buy. You know, things like, so when would you like to start? Or how many would you like? Or will you be playing in full? People love that type of confidence. Help them make decisions. How would that look on your wall? How would that go with, you know, your outfit that you're going going out in? Or would this suit suit you to start now or next month? Things like, would you like to pay in full or would you like to take the part payment? Would you like to start this week or would you like to start next month? Ask those questions to help people buy. Ask them, ask them. Don't be afraid to ask. When did you last ask? When did you last let people know that you've got something they can buy? And the third area is remember that people buy not just for logical reasons, but often emotional reasons. Answer the question, what's in it for them? Tap into those universal desires. Show them the value of what they're buying. And then point, tap into those desires. How can it, how can that product or service help them make money or save money? And there's often a big difference between those two. Often people would prefer to know how to make money rather than save money. 
We've all heard that fun story of someone going to their neighbours the, at midnight, knocking on the door and say, hey, would you like a way to save $500? And they'll probably go, what do you want? Go away. But if you, you went to your neighbours at midnight and said, knock on the door and says, hey, someone's stealing the tyres off your car and it's probably going to be $500, they'd be out like a, you know, you would sell them on that. They'd be out there. So often people would prefer to save money than make money. So think about that. Also, how will it help them save or make time? So the money thing, the, the time thing. Also, how will it improve their life? Will, will it make them look good? Will it make them feel better? Would it make them look better? Would it help them be more healthy? Would it help them find or improve a relationship? Would it help them keep them safe? How will it enhance their life, tap into their deepest desires and even their deepest fears. Weave this into your copy and your words and don't be afraid. When you've really tapped into the genuineness of that and you mean what you say, it will come across as genuine. And quite frankly, I would prefer someone who is confident, they don't have to be cocky, they don't have to be a loud personality, but if they believe in what they are selling, and it comes from a, a real place. I will listen. And finally, understand that rejection <laughs> is part of business. If you're going to be a solo business owner, if you're going to have a small business, don't you hate that word, small business? <laughs> we know what, what it means. But if you're going to be entrepreneurial, if you're going to make money out of what you do, your expertise, your experience, your passions, your loves, your vision, understand that not everyone is going to buy. Now, you can call it rejection or you can just call it a wrong fit. It's okay, but get good at it. It's part of that roller coaster. And if you can't handle it, you will struggle as an entrepreneur. Focus on those that will buy, even if it's 1%. There is that figure flying around the online business that only 1% will buy anyway, which yeah is true in some case. But if we're focusing on the 99 who don't, we are going to find selling uncomfortable. So focus on the ones that will buy and don't worry about the rest, but don't burn your bridges. Remember, they may come back based on their relationship with you. So be yourself. I know that's said a lot, but be naturally who you are. So you might want to listen to this podcast again, take notes and put something into practice. Remember the three phases of, of marketing, wave, woo and wed. Make sure you're asking, <laughs> asking, putting out offers. And remember, people buy for emotional, not just logical reasons. So tap into those desires and enjoy selling. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.